learning about Dhamma is about developing mindfulness, which is something important. It is recollection and with sampajanya, which is clear comprehension. These are the Dhamma qualities that we need to develop a lot and have a lot of, and by having right view as a foundation. The more we develop well-established mindfulness, then the closer we are to seeing Buddha nature. Venerable Ajahn Chah has said that the more we have mindfulness, then the more we come closer to the Buddha. So there are many ways to develop mindfulness. The mindfulness of staying within Sila Dhamma, morality, virtue, is that we need to have mindfulness to keep within the rules and laws of the country. We don't break those laws, and that is having mindfulness. And the good mindfulness is when we are together with others, with friends, or in whichever social groups. It makes us have the Dhammas that we remember each other, because that mindfulness is imbued with the quality of metta, goodwill, loving-kindness as well. And so this is the Dhamma that will promote us to bring up good thoughts to each other, to have harmony and being of one heart. So the Buddha talked about the Dhammas that will bring up harmony and unity with each other. And in society there are divisions. That which brings up division, problems and chaos is because the people in that society lack the fundamental Dhamma that is important to having harmony. There is a lack of love and metta. It is full of jealousy, envy, of blaming and harmful speech and of ill will to each other. And those who have power and wealth are selfish and there's no thoughts of sharing. Each person thinks that they are someone big and important and then there can be chaos and troubles. But there are those societies that live together in peace and have metta towards each other and understand one another. Sometimes there are some different views and thoughts, but they have to stay within the same rules, which is important, and it must be done for the benefit of the group, so that there is love and harmony. There is sharing and helping others, supporting and encouraging others, giving forgiveness and giving friendship, being full of metta and compassion. This can build and promote harmony of being of one heart in that society and having no divisions. The Sama Sambuddha, the perfectly self-awakened Buddha, taught of the path to promote harmony in a group, which is the Dhamma that we call the Six Saranya Dhamma. The Six Saranya Dhamma are qualities to make us remember each other, be endeared to each other. And so it is to develop metta in our intentional actions of body, of speech, of mind. We need to be firm in having metta towards those who we know and those we love. If it's the monastics, then it's towards those who are their fellow friends in the holy life. And if it's friends, relatives, siblings, then whether in front of them or away from them, we try to support and help them. 
whether this is done through strength of body, of wealth, or in various business and responsibilities, or in any field that we can help, then we help. We help in little ways, even if it is helping in giving food or shelter or expressing manners that are good and polite towards each other. Even a smile can give happiness to another, having a happy and glowing face towards each other. And what is important is that in a society there needs to be respect and reverence and humbling, lowering oneself. The adults and those of high positions have metta. The children have humbleness and lowering themselves. They are not stubborn and don't use harsh and rough speech and not trying to be higher than them. There is sama karawa. Sama means right. So it is the respect that is right. Not harming and not using one's strength to bully others through actions or speech. And we can say these days in society it is lacking in this virtue a lot and it needs to be done in front of others and away from them. That is in terms of action through body. And especially important these days is our actions through speech. In the past, if we had to speak to someone, we had to say it to their face, or they may be talking behind someone's back. But these days the world has advanced, and so whatever it is can be sent through digital communication, and it can make all the people know of it, which can be all chaotic. If we can say speech that is good, and we desire to have love, then we will nurture friends in society to have happiness. But if we do something that is opposite, without any sila dhamma, and there's no metta, then it leads to a lot of suffering in society. And some people may even get to the point of thinking of harming themselves. This is because of being blamed and attacked by the online society in a way that is impolite, not correct, and is not according to truth. If using speech and communication in a good society, then there is expressing respect to each other. Discussions and decisions are done from logic and reasoning and with mindfulness and wisdom. It is not done from a sense of self or anger being in charge of them, which will make things more chaotic. So we have to try to build it, this metta, in society and groups. This is an important foundation. But these days we can say that people use speech on social media and other channels to put others down, to make them worse. And the good advice is just a little. There is blame, harsh speech, disrespect, gossip, mocking, ridicule and sarcasm. This makes the world and society difficult to live in. There is a lack of metta through speech to each other. There are troubles coming up. There is no peace and there's divisions. And where do these things arise from? They arise from manokama, intentional actions of mind first. If we determine and are resolved in terms of our mental intentions and thoughts first, then this is whether we are in front of them or behind their backs, 
and towards all living beings, to all friends. If it's monastics, then it's to their friends in the holy life. If it's lay people, then it's to their colleagues or those in one's family, their friends and relatives. Or going out wider, it's the friends that are together with us in our nation. So having good thoughts, we build a good, positive energy. We aspire for good things for each other from our love and metta. And there are those that do wrong, and the many who are very deluded. We can think that one day they'll come out from that and will have right view. Then they won't be deluded with ignorance that leads them in the wrong way. And they won't be influenced by the wrong view of others, which pulls those who are weak to the world to follow them. So we establish a mind that we will have metta and give forgiveness. And one day they may come out of it and do something better. So this is about the mind. We don't seek vengeance or have anger and thoughts of ill will to each other. We give forgiveness. Here the society will start to have harmony. In every country, ours or others, if there are these fundamental dhammas, then the public that used to have divisions and lack harmony can become harmonious. And harmony is the power that will build the nation to be firm, stable and long-lasting, so that it will be a place where we will build Barami spiritual virtues. Our children and grandchildren who are born here can also continue to build their merit and Barami. And if there are disputes and divisions, then one may be harmed and hurt easily. The kingdom of the Vajians was very strong and stable. But when King Ajastru sent the Brahmin Wasakara to damage the harmony there between them, then it didn't take long. Each of the people there became divided and did not uphold their duties. They didn't have meetings. They did not consult with each other about various matters. And then King Ajastru took his army and easily won over them. He could overthrow the Vajian kingdom, who used to be strong and stable, and it wasn't difficult to overthrow them. This was because they lacked the virtue of harmony. So if we have virtue, we have metta to each other and forgiveness to each other, and then we can live together easily. There's no jealousy and envy towards each other. There is no prejudice and no ill will. Before, they may have been blaming, ill will, and having different views, and becoming all chaotic. But if we have a heart of consideration and remembering others, like we are endeared to each other, then we see that we keep harmony for ourselves, for our family, and for the fellow people in the nation. And there is firmness and stability. We will be able to overcome various things without difficulty. And being born, is it good that we help each other and share with others? If we have a certain material thing, then we can share some of it to those who are poor and in difficulties. Even for children, if they have something that they can share with younger children, then there will be a good feeling there. When I was a student, I went to a school in the monastery since first grade. 
and I had an uncle who ordained as a monk, and he would keep some fruits and other things for me. When it got to the afternoon, when school was finished, I would get hungry, and I would go to pay respects to my uncle, and he would give me some snacks and small things that would alleviate my hunger. It was something that was very good, and a memory that I can remember till today. Even though the thing may not be much, just one or two pieces, but through his metta and compassion, he shared some of the things that he had received onwards. Just like for us, we share good things with those who are poor and in troubles, those who need help. We give food, give support in material items, in various requisites, and they will feel happiness. And it's better than us consuming it ourselves alone. Or if we are taking advantage of others for our own benefit, then it's even worse. And so I want to tell you a story in regards to this topic of sharing. In what Nongpa Pong, Venerable Ajahn Chah, gave a talk, that there was once eight monks and novices, and after going on arms round, they had got eight bags of food. And so the food was gathered together and passed down the line. And Ajahn Chah took one bag of food, the next monk took one bag, but the third monk took two bags. The fourth monk took one bag, and it continued down the line as such. And it so happened that the novice at the end didn't receive any bag of food. And when he did not receive anything shared with him, he saw that the monks were so selfish. Even the food, they don't share it with me. I do my duties and attend to them, and wash their bowls too. So the novice became stubborn. He refused to wash the monk's bowls. And Ajahn Chah noticed that in a day or two that the novice changed. He noticed it and found out that it was because a monk had greed. They took the food without sharing it with the novice. So Ajahn Chah gave a teaching to the monks. After they had gotten the food, Ajahn Chah had them pass it down the line the other way around, and so as to let the novice choose first and then go up. But out of their respect to Ajahn Chah, both the novice and monks wouldn't dare to take the food. So Ajahn Chah ate it himself, comfortably and relaxed. They did that for three days. The monks ate plain rice like that. And the Dhamma arose. There was a feeling of having done wrong, of having lacked sharing. So he taught it like this, through action. And then later on the monks would make sure that the food got to the novices. And then the novice resumed attending to his duties to the monks as normal. So a young novice not getting food, it's something worth thinking about. Why attend on and look after the monks if they are selfish? so they can think that way. So sharing and giving gives rise to harmony and metta between the teacher and disciples, going both ways. But we can't only be one who receives, we have to be a giver as well. This destroys our stinginess. So the world will be livable because of sharing. We have natural resources and we share. And it's important to know that being born, we have views. 
Titi means views, and that's normal. If they are beautiful views that are equal with others, then there won't be any problems. But if there are different views, that we see things differently, then we have to be careful of it, leading to disputes, to arguing, to not giving in to others, to separation into groups and sides in society, and it can lead to all sorts of troubles. So the views that are in unity and one and that hold on to the fundamentals will lead us to progress and for the society to progress. It needs to have good, virtuous qualities. So may we take this Dhamma and develop and practice it a lot, and then we will meet with happiness and prosperity. May you grow in blessings.